the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch sitting on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road on a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Uh, it is. And cool and nice. Yeah, doesn't it feel nice? Milton's even got the fan on today. He I didn't do. have the fan on yesterday. No, I did not. I just wanted to stir the air up. I got it on the medium set. And you got short, a short sleeve shirt, Milton. Yeah. And shorts. And shorts. I'm enjoying wow. the day. Well, he had that yesterday. Too. Yeah, there were lots did of people. Yeah, there were lots of people yesterday right. with shorts on. It was funny. Uh, not so many today, but uh, <laughs> they learned their lesson. But uh, I'm, I'm still out there. So, uh, this, yeah. This is probably the last cool spell of spring. Yeah, uh, you said the weather's summer. supposed to... Go above it. 90. Oh, really? By Thursday. Uh, but the evenings are still pretty reasonable. 50s uh, and 60s. But the, uh, the hum- humidity is so low now. And what does that mean when the humidity gets low at this time of the year? The blue bonnets are popping. Oh, good. And... Uh, that's good. So, so can people see when their blue bonnet? Oh, can people see when their blue bonnets have popped so they know when to mow the lawn? Yeah, they their pods are empty. Okay, yeah. so, so the little pods are open and empty. And if you sit there and stare at them real close, you're, you'll get hit. Yeah, uh, you're into s- staring plants. Yeah, uh, we those of us who are trying to save seed. Yeah, on the blue bonnets. Uh, we tell you to let the pods turn turn either yellow, hard and yellow, uh-huh. or, br- or br- all the way to brown. Now, because of the humidity has been so high for the last uh, week or so, we've got a lot. We had a lot of uh, brown pods that that were ready to pop uh, this last week. And uh, we went uh, we, we went ahead and took some of our uh, our uh, our purples that we had planted and also the whites that we had planted and put them on plastic so when they popped the seed would be on plastic and uh, we're gonna get we're gonna try to get the the rest of them this coming this coming week week at uh, uh, Tuesday at the food bank. Uh, so uh, we sent out a newsletter or a, a help, a cry for help, and uh, even even John Thomas is going to bring down some of his uh, 
Wait, wait, wait. I got a, I got a picture. Right there. Read it. Read, 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 read. Is he always that prepared? Yes, he's uh, always that prepared. Trace is well, it is, it is when it's 14 years. Uh, yeah, and we've had like three times a show. Yeah, we're getting a lot of those. Uh, about three yesterday. Well, for every one y'all get, I get about 50. Oh, my goodness, uh, really? Well, you wanna well, like well, Trace, how do you react? We say that's why we don't recommend Fotinia. I, I just tell no, them they're not going to like me by the time I'm done with the conversation. No. But then yeah. I, I show them how they can fix it. I show them yeah. alternatives, planting-wise. Uh, so do you know something about fixing it that we don't know? Well, Maybe. I mean, we, they have to clean it up. They have to cut it, cut it back, take off every leaf of the spot, uh, break out the, the all the dead leaves below, put a layer of mulch down to suppress any spores, uh, spray with a systemic fungicide anytime we got warm days. And it's still going to die in two years. And I tell them that it, it won't be the last time they have the problem. Yeah. And then at, after that conversation, I go and show them xylosoma and say, as they die off, this is what you're going to replace them with. And we, we generally do uh, talk more about holly, but, yeah, it's a tough. And the, part of the issue is that the uh, there are so many nice ones in town. Yeah. It's an unpredictable so thing. I look at xylosoma as the better answer to it because it doesn't have really any insect or disease issues, whereas holly can have scale and other but factors. It's a, uh, it's growth, though, is kind of on discipline. Well, you got to shear it. Oh. How many, yeah. But it's fast. It, it'll fill in those holes quick. Oh, okay. Is that why you're kind of, okay. They don't want to give up their, their screen, and they want it fast. Yeah. So. Uh, does, it, does it fit in a... Uh, Look, it's a little different than a fotinia, but I was wondering if you could fit it in. From, from a distance, when it's sheared, it has a similar look. Uh huh. See now. Hey, we got it. Let's get him. Get him on here. Here, we're gonna, we're gonna, here. I'm going to give you a trace. Here's my. Here's the. Here's the. Here's the. The person that walked up with. Uh, it could have been the same picture that's in uh, Neil Ferry's column. Uh, I think he posed for it yesterday, yesterday. And the same and, uh, yeah. same person we've had three or four times <laughs> yesterday. Well, it, we I definitely have the problem. I got the red tip fotinas, and uh, I got 90 foot that I planted across the back. They've been awesome for. 30 years, and now they've got this fungus. 30 well, years? 30 years, Adam. <laughs> Thanks want? a lot. I what thought you, they'd last another 30. <laughs> well, it's over 60 years. <laughs> and they've not shown this before? They've never done this before that uh, I can think of. Do you, prune, you don't prune yeah, them? Yeah, we've pruned them. We've pruned them several times we've, because they grow up to like 20, 30 feet, and we prune them back down to about 12 feet because we, we want wow. them as a privacy hedge. Uh, because there's back-to-back property lines and houses. What kind so, of soil are you on? Where are you? Regular Texas soil. Right here, I mean. It's, uh, yeah, it's just down the road here. here? Uh, well, that's that's remarkable. That he's they, in soil, a soil. That's remarkable. No, I'm in San Antonio, good old clay. Uh. <laughs> well, there's some places <laughs> like the ri- River Road and places where the, you know, you've got old uh, stream bed kind of soil where they, they seem to prosper. Well, if all these die out on me, what would be the next best hedge that would be that would grow nice and, and heavy and tall? They just turn yellow. Is oh, that... they'll just turn yellow and not going to die out? No, no, I don't. It takes a while for them to die. It's, eventually, it's going to happen if you don't treat it. Well, he, he's he's got 20 years out. 30? 30 now, you 30 said if I don't treat it, and he said it's not treatable. 
Oh, it's treatable, but the problem can be doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can spend a lot of time. But on yours, you've got a different. You've had them successful for 30 years. Yeah. I and mean, you have some other issues, too. Uh, you're very chlorotic, and that, that leaves you wide open for everything to happen. Sunburn. Well, here's, the good, here's one of the good ones, and then these are the bad so, ones. So you see, how, you see how those leaves have dark green veins and the surrounding tissue is paler? Yeah. Okay, so that means you're, you're iron deficient, and whenever your leaf structure is not as healthy as it could be, it's already a plant that's susceptible. And whenever your leaf structure is not as healthy as it could be, you leave yourself open. So if I uh, at least maybe treat them with some iron, some other fertilizers, and you're going to need to clean the whole. Uh, it's, it's a much. Long, I'll go have a conversation with you in a second. No, okay. go ahead. Go. Well, if I clean these off on the one side, it's it's traveling from one end to the other. Right. One third of them are already all yellow, and if I clean all that off, there won't be anything but uh, but well, stick. You, but it's tweak. worse. It's worse than that because you actually have to take off all the leaves that have the spots. Oh, that would be practically all of them. Okay, well, yeah. if you don't do that, you're not going to get anywhere. Okay. Well, that can be done. Okay, so you got to do that, and yes. you spray with a systemic fungicide. Uh, He's looking around for his wife. Well, yes, I figured I'd ask her if she's the one that's going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have to do it as a prevention, so you're spraying to stop it from reinfesting on the new growth. Okay. So, but you will get this problem again. It's not the last time. So even and if you get it cleaned up, it just because it's in the same family as a rose bush, it's going to have all the same possible problems. So if I clean it all up, take the leaves all down, and then you say treat it, spray it with a systemic fungicide. Okay. But it's a little further than that. So all the leaves come off. You need to feed it. You need to put a layer of mulch down to suppress any spores that might be on the ground, and then you start spraying the the uninfected growth to prevent the problem from coming back now okay ultimately you probably have a neighbor that has the same problem he does he's the one that told me so about the mulch unless he treats too the same way and he probably has a neighbor that you don't even know that will keep reinfesting his so okay. you, anytime we have warm days cool nights excess moisture and you don't have the problem i still probably spray with the fungicide to lessen your chances now you, with yours, you you probably at least get five years out of it. Five well, years more. if I more. Can get another five years, yeah. you know, at least maybe, I don't know if I'll be around five years, so at least for yeah. five years, that well, there's help a, me. There's a lot of a lot of folks out there that are showing these same symptoms. That the typical one is seven years. I always six well, or seven years. I guess I'll try something rather than yeah. But if nothing. you don't do anything, they progressively get worse and worse until okay. they're gone. So there's a plant called xylosma. That would be my choice to replace with. What's the name again? Xylosma. Starts with an X. Okay. Uh, similar growing patterns, probably faster growing. Doesn't get quite as tall, uh, but it doesn't have any of those same insect and disease issues that. that Will it get has. at least 12 foot? Yes. Okay. Well, for now I'll but you try. You have to trim this. it more than what you're trimming this. Yeah. You haven't done much to these. They've been pretty much uh, disciplined. They're pretty taking care of themselves. Right. That uh, I will clean up the bottom. It's all full of leaves right now, so. so all that's that's all harboring the the problem. Yeah. Well, well, you know, you know, it's got the problem solved. All you have to do is retire and spend all your time pulling the leaves off. And they, <laughs> almost there. Thank you. <laughs> Good luck. I'll take this one back. 
All right, 308-8867, by the way, or you can come and ask your gardening question in person. Whether we're here or not, Trace is, and the crew here at Millburgers can help you out and answer questions. And as they said, that's one of the questions you've been getting a lot of this week. Yes, sir. Thomas. I wonder why. Why? Not, so, not just this week. <laughs> oh. This year. This year? Every, oh, okay. Every spring. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, Trace is checking his phone, make sure there's no... Other questions that are coming in? Oh, it's a Fatinia question. Didn't know. No, it was a white question. <laughs> oh, oh, my dear. All right, 308 Wow, you mean you didn't even have to answer it? I answered it, and I said I'm on the radio and hung up. Uh, really? All right, Calvin, <laughs> Calvin don't help him. <laughs> Would you right. dare do that? I'll pay the price later on. <laughs> All right, Trace, so what do you want to talk about? Well, let's see. We got the children's thing next week. Yeah, on bats. And, uh, it's on bats. So uh, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of adults standing in the back trying yeah. to learn what they can learn about them. Yeah, that's such an interesting topic. It's one of, and it's, one of, I think it's going to be one of, in this one area. of the best ones we've ever we've ever had. We've never been we've never been able to get, to time it right. I always try to get it done for for a Halloween event, but oh, okay. Uh, they don't they don't want to do that for Halloween. Oh, they don't want to. Uh, yeah, I can what? I can kind of see that. Yeah, but also, man, I, I think I the bats. I tried to get them to bring a bat, but they're going to bring bat parts. Aren't the so bats kind of gone by Halloween? Right, but they don't. They're not bringing a bat this time around anyway. No, no, no. Parts. I know, but in terms of getting people, because you've been out there and I've been out there, they're coming from the um, the tunnel, old tunnel. Yeah, and yeah, they leave in the winter. You're right. Yeah, they're they're leaving about that time. So this is, and I guess about now they're coming. Yeah, so. Uh, it's fascinating. You've that's, been, a, that's, it, that's a great addition you made. You're going <laughs> and coming. I looked at Jerry for good advice and, and, and words like that. But, yeah, so uh, it's a, it's good timing in that after they uh, attend it, they can go out and to the uh, railroad tunnel and watch all the bats. And this, and this, as we've said before, this area is just uh, amazing in terms of the, the bats and the numbers and the uh, ease of observing them oh yeah this is a neat little sitting area that yeah got. and uh, yeah. The, and we've done a, as a community done a pretty good job of uh, protecting them and making it so that people can learn about them so the coolest thing was the scout the poor scout bats right there's a few yes uh so everybody's sitting there we're all watching and the, the guide goes all right you're going to know it's about to happen when you see the scout bats go out you won't see them but you, what you will see is the hawks that eat them. And Wait a so all of a sudden you see these little flutters out there. You could see the bats, and then you see these hawks who came out of nowhere, yeah. and they oh, and they would pop them, just cow, and the little bats, all the way, and then they just swoop down and grab a bat. That happened for maybe five minutes. I didn't get to see that. Oh, you, you didn't just, see that? Oh, uh, so cool. They, they were there. You just lost half your audience. Mothers are saying, I don't want my no. baby deer. What's well, not happening here? I'm, I'm the only one telling that story. Uh. It's a circle of life. I'm sorry. But then all of a sudden, that ha- that happened for about five minutes. You saw three or four. The hawks went away, and the bats whew, just flew out of there like a tornado. Hop. We are talking, you know, hundreds of thousands. Yes. Too, so, oh, yeah. you know, a couple scouts is not yeah. <laughs> that bad. Unless you're, unless you're not, you unless know, you're they're down. spending that hour in there. They're rolling the dice to see who has to go, you know. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Why do they call them scouts if they don't come back, Milton? That's a good point. It's, it's, but that's what they call them. Maybe the ones that make it come back and tell them. Maybe hey. they go, hey, it's okay. 
Fred didn't make it back, so yeah. but we're that, okay to go. Yeah, the scouts that escaped are the ones that have mm-hmm. end up in your house and yeah. are hanging under your eaves. <laughs> they they, scare they, the heck they out don't of go you. back to the tunnel <laughs> because they know it's, yeah, I'm not being a scout again. Anyway, you'll probably get more uh, we're precise gonna, we're, and accurate information. Accurate, for yes, sure. from the. Uh, I wonder how they choose who's going to be a scout. I think uh, after, out of a hundred thousand, you know. Yeah, the, we will ask next week. They don't vote or anything. Can, can you direct the person to come up here next week so I we can ask bad will. questions? Okay. We want to I will how, tell that how, person. We're going to be making lists of questions. How they determine sure. to, to be a scout? Yeah. All right. So that's happening next Saturday from ten to eleven. Uh, and uh, they'll be here. It's always interactive. Uh, because it's interactive and because it's uh, kind of a uh, an involved thing that kids can, can learn from and, uh, and be a part of, they want to know how many kids are going to be there. So uh, if you'd like to be there with your kiddos, then call 497-3760, 497-3760. And they can ask questions like, if the bat hangs upside down, how does he go to the bathroom? No, we've already learned that. I know, but oh, the kids. I don't, know, I don't know that answer. Oh, okay. Well, you ask him. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jerry can tell you. Uh, I thought I thought maybe that's how they chose the scouts, the ones that had to go potty really uh, early, or okay. the ones that are really hungry. You know, yeah, whoever, you who's hungriest? There's a lot of insects out there. Hey, go out. Uh, <laughs> Tra- Trace has phone calls to return. So what else is going on, Trace? Uh, let's see. We have the adult seminar. It's about a month away, so it's right. uh, at the end of May. So if you want citrus? to learn citrus, citrus. Learn anything uh, about how to grow citrus, which ones are growing in pots, which ones you can actually put in the ground, uh, what to feed them with, trimming, the fruit to leaf ratio. Okay. That's something I learned. That's uh, David's 44 number. Oh, okay. 44 leaves per one fruit. Uh, and you, I don't know who sits in council. Yeah, I was going to say, if you thought doing the red tips was going to be tedious, it sounds like... One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> all, all those little things that make a difference in production and overall health of the plant, he'll be going over. Yeah, and, and people love citrus. We had some folks uh, came up and asked Calvin about some citrus earlier. So uh, we we did real well for the food bank yesterday. Yeah, how'd we so, do? Uh, do you know? It was over, it was over 200. Oh, good. Okay. And uh, some darn good uh, tacos that we were. Now we still have, we Sun. still have the fiesta still going on and we still have the fiesta medals. We still have the medals, yes. Okay. Seven dollars and uh, the money goes to benefit the Salvation Army. Uh huh. All right. And then uh, let's see. And then you want to talk about the plant of the weekend? Plant of the weekend. So uh, on the medal, have you still been getting a lot of uh, requests for our pictures to be on the next medal? Uh, not a single one. Not uh, a single except, one? Except for the few emails I got from you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's right. what I was thinking. I knew he'd gotten several. Honestly, not Jerry at plantanswers.com. Uh. Yeah, it's a, it's a dead giveaway, Jerry. Okay, so what else? Uh, so All the plant right, so of the weekend. plant of the weekend is a pomelo. Uh, this one is Valentine, and we learned a little bit about it yesterday. Where so did it's that tag go? Oh, there. Uh, it's up there. Um it's kind of a neat-looking citrus. It uh, we determined it was a cross between a, a blood orange and yeah, they had blood orange in it, maybe grapefruit or something. It so was a weird. Th- the inside looks like a blood orange, but the outside has more of a, a pear-shaped. Um, it's not round, so uh, kind of cool-looking. And uh, I'm, I'm guessing it, that didn't they mention that it, where it was popular? What 
Uh, did they, did, well, when you went to Southern California, the original yeah, okay. Riverside, in California, the, in the fifties, I think you said. So I think so, and and then they brought up the seventies, yeah. That's even before Jerry's time. Yeah. So that should be interesting. We got we got a lot of folks out there that have got one or two of each citrus that is offered here at Millburgers, and this would be a new, probably in most yards, this would be a new addition. And I think I think we learned only exceptional nurseries. Yes, carry these, carry this. and so we now meet that criteria. Yeah, you're certified exceptional by the Plumello people. Oh, they didn't say weird; they said exceptional. Mm-hmm. Okay, Only by exceptional nurseries. Um, cool. So that's thirty-nine ninety-nine. Yep. And there's about ten of them left, and so you can come get them. Uh, if you come today, there's uh, still a few left. There are. Or you can call the nursery if you want to try this out at 497-3760, 497-3760, and uh, tell them that uh, you just put one aside. I'll be there in the next couple of days, and they'll do it. Then y'all look and see it's a smaller tree. Then y'all look and it, see. It wasn't clear. It just said that it had a big fruits for a small tree. Okay. But it didn't say that. It just said the person who picked the fruit picked it off a small tree. It didn't say that the trees would be hey, small. Before you leave, um, have you have you got time to tell us? Uh, in, in, in my article yesterday, I talked about uh, some of the the butterfly plants. How about the? Um, I know we got the the uh, dwarf red porter weed. Okay. Uh, do we know when the, the purple is going to come in on the porter weed? Every week's a new challenge. Okay. So we don't. <laughs> so how about how about uh, I, I thought you had tuberosa, the butter, the other native uh, butterfly weed. I, I can go look over there. They all look like the 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 wide leaf tropical one, but I'll go double check that. Now, yeah, no, no, this, yeah, this one is the tropical. Uh, but I, the I don't uh, even know there were any over where he's pointing. But one of the um, we saw him yesterday on the way up. The one of the wholesale nurseries that was pr- producing some. So I th- thought you would talked about. Yeah, I saw some. Yeah, we for saw y'all at yesterday at, at at the wholesale nursery. They're they were still small. Oh, but they're they're that native. Well, I, I think those are my contract. So, uh, and I know right, you got right. flame flame acanthus. Yep, we do have that. Yeah, so. Uh, all, of course, all the lantanas. So this is kind of Butterfly Central, the new butterfly garden. Mm-hmm. So you can see that and just see some examples of all, all the many kind of plants that the butterflies will use. Zinnias are in. Uh, Jerry, tell me again your the variety. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to say ponder, ponder, ponder. Profusion. 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 Probably the easiest yeah. one to grow. Yeah. yeah. Which was the small ones? He, he wanted the small ones. So I said petite, which I don't That's think is actually a... Close. Really? Little, little, little What's it called? used to be one. Perfusion. Oh, perfusion. Okay, yeah. But then there's some... Uh, I take it we'll be getting uh, Dreamland. Uh, there's some short stuff out there now, which is uh, very similar. Medium, yeah. Some bigger bigger flowers. And we have Dreamland in the 10-inch uh, pots. Oh, they okay. look really, really nice. Gosh, yeah. If you, want, if you put a combination cut flower and butterfly bed of uh, zinnias 10 by 10 you it's just spectacular the, the number of butterflies you'll get hey lots of things on sale including caladiums in the six inch pot begonias 
and the four inch pot. The August Beauty Gardenia, which I enjoyed uh, having, and I used the guy's method of the the half peat, half sphagnum peat, half um, just sand or potting soil. Yeah. yeah, and it did great. Uh, it's uh, on sale. It smells wonderful. 1488 Lantana, tropical hibiscus are on sale. Mexican avocado trees. Fresh shipment has, has arrived. Yes, it has. Okay, good. And Millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer on sale. 40 pound bag, 1988. Cool. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, we gotta go take a break. Uh, and while we do, why don't you give us a call at 308 8867. 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, OCD, trauma, grief, and relationships. And Karen, what relationship doesn't have stress? Stress is completely normal, and if managed properly, instead of tearing down, it can be used to build up relationships. So Karen, where does this building start? Call me, Karen Bagwell, at 210-264-2565. For Blue Rose Christian Counseling, bluerosechristiancounseling.com. DeWitt Plant Fabrics are the number one choice of lawn care professionals and consumers. DeWitt's high-performance quality products save time and are environmentally safe for responsible homeowners. DeWitt Pro 5 Seed Barrier, the industry's best needle-punched polypropylene fabric designed for the homeowner who demands professional quality products. Pro 5 Weed Barrier conserves soil moisture, increases growth, and prevents unwanted weeds from germinating. Pro 5 is a non-chemical, environmentally sound form of weed control, allowing air, water, and nutrients to pass through, which equates to no use of chemicals to eliminate weeds. With this permeable landscape fabric, air passes through, preventing soil suffocation, and is sustainable to grow healthy plants. The needle punching material allows water and nutrients to slowly seep through while preventing all weeds from growing. It is the ideal product for weed control under rocks, mulch, and soil. Pro 5 Weed Barrier is available at Millburgers Nursery in many different sizes. Next time you're at Millburgers, ask for DeWitt Pro 5 Weed Barrier. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. 
I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life, Bob Jenkins is the answer. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and ask about their 20% off special on lawn fertilization and weed control and $20 off a lawn aeration. 210-979-PEST. JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and we are making San Antonio's lawns green again, and I approve this message. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930. Uh, what are we, 930 a.m. the answer, right? Okay, Bill's on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hey there, Bill. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Absolutely wonderful. Thank you very much, and happy fiesta to all y'all gentlemen. There you go. Right back at you. Happy fiesta. I was uh, came across this wonderful website, just absolutely marvelous thing in the world that I've ever come uh, to see, and uh, they uh, recommend plants for this area of Texas. I uh, whoever put that together must be an extremely knowledgeable and exceptional man or woman. Knows. Where are you? Where are you going on this? Uh, <laughs> it could go one of two ways. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, two. What plants, is that website? Uh, oh, God, I was plant something. I can't remember the. Yeah. Old, yeah I'm plant. Older. Yeah, I answers, can't. That's it. Answers. Yes. I'm oh, thinking. we'll have to look at that. That'll be great. Yeah, I'll go have to on talk on a little more about that. Get into that. Uh, <laughs> The uh, interesting thing in this website is they recommend two plants that I fell in love with, and I was out to the nursery where I think you all are now situated and also went to two other nurseries, one on Sunset Road, and I forget where the other one was. But uh, and I, How do you find plants that apparently are well-adapted, but you just call around, or is there a plant organization that might know what particular plants are you talking about? yeah let's see if we can just help you with okay that one. well one one is the samantha uh, uh, um, what do you call it lantana the samantha lantana oh and, oh okay yeah. and then the lady excuse me lynn's legacy senecia yeah Sinesha. Those were at one time on the market, especially the Sinisa. Uh, they were one time on the market, but because of uh, growing problems or, or growing characteristics, I should say. Difficulties, I guess. Uh, well, the, they they didn't look good in a container. Uh-huh. Lynn legacy. Boy, they look good outside of a container. Yeah, it, oh, gosh, it's, pre- yeah. it's pretty in the landscape, no doubt about it. But... Uh, if 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 the commercial people won't grow them, uh, and we before we put something on the market like that, uh, we make sure that the nurseries have an abundant supply, and then we do a promotion on them. Uh, uh, made made it a Texas superstar and did promotions all over the state on it, uh, and at, it just gradually because of the it 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 didn't didn't look extremely extremely well in a container, and uh, these plants have to have to look good in containers and and bloom early 
uh, before they meet marketable as acceptability. Well, for uh, these two plants, what would you suggest the uh, Samantha, Lantana, and the uh, Lynn's Legacy? Is there any number twos that are mar- on the market? Now, is this the Samantha the, was the nice yellow one, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I was with you. I thought that was a spectacular one. But it was a little more difficult to grow. It's taller. Yeah, yeah. it's hard to control yeah. in the nursery. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many on the, on the let, let Jerry comment on the Seniza, uh, uh, but there's so many different choices on Lantanas. Hopefully yeah. you can find an, an option just by going to someplace like Millburgers or the nurseries you mentioned that have a good selection, yeah, find it or or call around and ask what do they got for the a, a regular yellow rather than the new gold yellow. Now you can you may be able to mail order that's a, a Samantha. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, from uh, plant plant. Let's see, I was saying that there's a there's a nursery mail order nursery and. Uh, in uh, South Carolina, or North, it's in North Carolina, uh, that uh, sells stuff through the mail order and sells unusual stuff like that. Of course, they, they'd have to be small ones. But uh, we're at the mercy of the uh, mercy of the commercial nursery. Uh, if you if you think those are bad, I, I was visiting with the people out at Color Spot Nursery. And uh, they were the main originators of the Belinda's Dream Rose and also Grandma's Yellow Rose. And uh, they have quit doing Grandma's Yellow. Oh, no. Uh, one of the largest largest uh, wholesale nurseries in, in, the, in the United States. And, uh, and, they've, and they've changed over to a nursery, to a variety that they can get already rooted cuttings or either smaller containers of that they can just step up into a larger container and have a have a yellow rose now it's not as good as grandma's yellow is not in, as, in terms yellow. of in terms of those things we tested right right it's not it's not drought tolerant yeah, right insect uh, tolerant. Yeah, tolerance but they can propagate them in numbers faster with another variety so it's something that we, I always say on this Texas Superstar uh, thing, finding the plant's not the problem. Keeping it on, keeping it on the market and that, true to name. That darn capitalism. Yeah, uh, if, is is the problem. Well, I can so, appreciate uh, that. Uh, marketing is important to all of us. Uh, my right. question: I'm familiar with the. Uh, place in on the east coast and north of south carolina is there any place like that that might have lynn senecia they might have lynn uh, larry uh senecia lynn larry senecia I'm, I'm thinking if just call trace only because if trace can't find it here he may know well you remember they had a had a they grouping had of them that they found uh, yeah out there but that was this that was last yeah that was last fall maybe six months ago now they still yeah. might have the they still might have some but i'm guessing trace if can't if he couldn't normally get them he would just tell you what some good resources might be if you, if you tell him hey okay i'm willing to order online or maybe he'll order online 
and bring them in for you. Um, Milton, you're you're opening this up, aren't you, son? Well, Trace this is Trace. Uh, Trace, is got, here. Trace is sharpening his knife as we speak. <laughs> well, he could try. Uh huh. And uh, th- so you know, I was thinking that I, that we occasionally see them at uh, uh, like Mitch, the Mitchell Lake Audubon Garden really made a big deal out of them. So oh, you might yeah. you might still see some at the Botanical Garden or the Mitchell Lake plant sales. Yeah. So, well, at the sales, I don't know. Well, well these is kind of hard to root. Um, but even the, some of the uh, native plant nurseries had a few of them. But I don't, you know, they were in. People liked them that were familiar with. Oh them. yeah, yeah. If you'd once seen, you get them once, in the landscape, and once you've you seen, seen it once, it, you want them. There's no, there's no Sinisa that's that blue. Yeah, it. Uh, I mean, it's blue. When we were at the thing at blue. the uh, at Mitchell Lake, they were in front of us, and people would. You know, they talk about stopping traffic. It, yeah, it literally stopped traffic. People would walk by, <laughs> talking about whatever they were going on in their world, and they would just stop yeah. and look at it and go, what is this? <laughs> um, yeah, try try Trace first and then see. And tell him Milton uh, said can, that he'd order some for him. I said that he would help you to find them. <laughs> oh, I thought you said he would order some. <laughs> I said he would help. I'm going to be like Calvin now. <laughs> He would help you to find them. If they have them, he would. He'll, if not, he'll help you find them. I'm sure. You can tell. Well, you can you all know the guy that uh, does that wonderful, uh, wonderful website. Uh, tell him, tell him to keep up the good work. Okay. We'll do. Well, he, he's kind of discouraged when when things like this. Uh, yeah, come up. This happens. Yeah, but I mean, it's, but you, you've been living with this for fifty but, years. I and mean, you could shoot that guy an email too if you find them and say, "Hey, here's where I did find them," so he could know if people, other people, ask. Thanks, and, Bill. And we may, our audience too may, somebody in our audience may know where there are a few specimens too. So let's, yeah, and let's check with Trace too because we have on occasion said, "No, yeah, we don't have mirror," and they've been in front of us. So uh, let's check with Trace. And, yeah, I think Milton's gonna check with Trace. Uh, I'm, I gotta sit up here. I think Trace is gonna come up and have a talk with you. Trace, Milton. come on up. Let's, uh, let's talk. <laughs> Trace is, is is a kind gentleman. All right, and Glenn is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey, Glenn, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Uh, okay, how y'all doing? Good. What's going on? Uh, just driving to a ball game. Okay. Lost on lost on Jones Mossberger. You will arrive at your destination on the left hand side after six hundred. And that's it. Okay. Um, I question the question I had was uh, well actually two. Can you hear me all right? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, that was that I you know my I had several citrus trees. Uh, the smaller ones died, but the larger ones you know I waited and I waited. Just till you know, just recently a month ago, and I uh, trimmed them. Some of them are doing fine, but even now, like uh, one of the lemon trees, uh, you know, a whole big limb just decided to like die on it. And then on another tree that's a Satsuma tree, you know, I trimmed, tr- just trimmed the dead material off of it, and then it just. Limb by limb, they the, they leaved out. You know, they had new new shoots and new leaves, and then just limb by limb, it seems like it's the whole thing's going to die. It's down to one limb, and it, now it's starting to look wilty. So it's like, uh, you know, I, I didn't I didn't you know kind of did what I thought 
was the instructions on, you know, waiting until that right. out and, and all of that. And, and then it just seems like uh, at least this one tree I'm pretty sure is not going to make it. But uh, the rest of them have had other limbs that uh, just, you know, like uh, maybe uh, 5% of the tree was involved in one big limb and it just died, you know, type thing. Yeah. And then, well, and then the other question uh, uh, I had was uh, about uh, the other question I had was about uh, coverage uh, under a oak tree. What would be a good good plant? Uh, I used to have uh, before the oak trees grew up. I used to have a uh, 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 coastal a babuna there, zoysia or whatever. Of course, it's no longer there under the shade. Is there is there like a little? Uh, I know at work we have like a little brushy, it looks like a little tree, but it's just a ground cover that seems to do real well, but I don't know how to do under shade. Well, wow. monkey grass will... Oh, yeah, and uh, there. you know, the one that used to be my favorite under oak trees was Texas Gold Columbine. Yeah. Um, but, if you know, if the trees were too dense, it didn't it didn't uh, blue, bloom very blue, well. But. Blue shade. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a nice Aurelia or any of the aurelias. Yeah. And uh, it, they won't bloom very much, but uh, they'll do a ground cover on them. Asiatic jasmine is one. Yeah, that's, that's what a, everybody uses. Yeah, that's that's one that works very well under there. So uh, it's cast like iron done, too. It's like a lot of cast, cast iron plant. Pretty high, yeah. Do what? What now? You see a lot of cast iron plants. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It was just like a little woody stem, the jasmine. Yeah. 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 It almost. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the one. It, it almost looks like little uh, runners from the oak tree or whatever. Uh, right. Yeah, it does. Runners. That's yeah. it. That's okay. it. In, in fact, right, that, it's, that, it does that, a good job of hiding hiding the little suckers that yeah, come off I, the oak tree. It's funny because I have some trees that just are solid, and then another tree right next to it doesn't have have one, you know. So, yeah, they vary tree to tree. Okay, Asian, yep. uh, 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 Asian jasmine. All right, that that will work. And that's that's available like at Mill Burgers or somewhere like that? Oh, that's available everywhere. everywhere yeah, we got yeah. it. That's, you, a, that's yeah. the one that they plant around banks and things like that. You can, get, you can, get, very, you can get very small started cuttings that are inexpensive, or you get... You get those uh, bigger containers; they spread and fill in much quicker. Sometimes you can watch and get a find a sale on those okay. too. No. Let, let me ask Trace: Do we have Asian jasmine? Uh, that is a staple item, sir. Uh, oh, we have that. Uh, yes. I don't think uh, there's any one day out of the year I don't have some. There you go. See, we got you covered, Glenn. We got you covered. It's good in the shade. Then. All right. Good. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And it will spread, spread like wildfire. Thank you, sir. Now, again, now getting back on your citrus, no, didn't okay. answer that yeah. question. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you have sprouts coming up from the ground? Yeah, there's, there's uh, the, uh, no, no, not on the one that, not on the one that looks like it's dying. No, it looks like it's, it's not. I mean, I have other, like for example, I have two avocado trees. But the Mexican variety, one lived and did well, and the other one died back. And now it has, like, I guess from the graft root, it's putting up another little tree. <laughs> but the top of it, the rest of it, it was about five foot tall. It, the rest of it's all dead. So, but that's a different tree than the than the Satsuma. Yeah. Now the 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 avocado is grafted. Uh, yeah. You probably you probably bought that at a nursery. 
So the yes. shoot the shoot that's coming up from the ground won't be the won't be the uh, uh, variety that you purchased. Right. My, the sprout my plan is coming to, up from the ground. Right. My plan is to the the tree that made it uh, to graft like wait a year or so and then graft off of it onto this one. Okay. Okay. That'll work. Uh, but getting back to this citrus, what I, what I what I see in citrus a lot of times, especially from that cold temperatures, is uh, is you'll have a, a portion of the stem or of a stem be freeze damaged, be damaged, and and the portion that's not uh, freeze damaged will actually send out leaves and foliage and things like that. Uh, it almost looks like a canker damage on it, but uh, uh, but it's freeze damage on 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 a half, maybe half, as much as half of the stem. And when it when it first leaves out, it's okay. But then as the leaves get bigger, and the draw on that uh, branch gets wor- uh, more, a lot of times uh, those limbs will die. Yeah, and the sun comes okay. out, gets a little warmer. Yeah, yeah. So do you see? Uh, look at the limbs that are dying, and see if half of the half of the bark around the limbs, and this could be in various sections, uh, up and down the stem, uh, is is shriveled up and and tight to the tight to the uh, bar, the center of the. In other words, you yep. don't have any live uh, cambium tissue living. Yep. Okay. So, so, and if that if that if that's what the case is, that's freeze damage. So you might as well okay. just cut the, cut those limbs off. Because they're never going to heal fast enough to support the foliage and and layer stems. And then there's some that are kind of in the middle ground that may that may survive, but you got you just got to let them run their course. But I've I have I'm having the same experience he did. There was some things started out pretty fast, but then they Decline yeah. and he started yellowing leaves and more and more branches exactly. dying. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Glenn. Sorry All right, that. All right, you take care. All right, we got Trace up here on the porch with us. So uh, oh, first, let me interject the other. Okay, I've also seen that happen with hail. Oh, oh really? Where oh yeah, it hits the stem, yeah, it up, and then later on that uh, summer when it can't take up enough nutrients or water, it starts peach peach trees. You'll see that, or even the sunburn, same thing. Yeah. So on another note, I understand y'all opened up a, uh, a conversation. <laughs> no, that about was Milton that did that. legacy. That was Milton that did that. Okay. So we All do not we do not have any right now. Okay. But there is a source. Okay. Uh, we don't buy from them often. But when we do, we will bring them in. I think uh, I think we brought in 50 this year already. Oh my goodness! Okay, uh, and they are gone. Oh. And, um, so the next time we can order or need to order from that one supplier, we'll bring some in, and I will let you know. And it, it might be the plant of the weekend. Oh, good! That'd be yeah. perfect. Okay. So, so they, Bill, they're, keep they're selling. Uh, on uh, it must be that. They they don't look so bad in a container that they're not selling. Well, this this growing operation is where it is hot, and I, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but yeah. it's uh, um, uh, New Mexico or one of the anyway. It's a hot place, so uh, they, they actually came in looking really nice. Yeah, the last time I remember you brought them up. 
and then left him on the porch and talked about him. Yeah. Okay, so so Bill needs to check in with you guys and keep listening to the show. Yeah, he can, well, he can call and put himself on the wish list. Okay, let's see. There you go. See. Or he can just listen to the show, and I'll make it plant of the weekend when we get some. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Bill, you decide. If you want to call the nursery and put yourself on the wish list, call 497-3760. Then you just go about your day. You don't have to do any more of that surfing on the Internet, you know, because that can lead to some, some tough stuff. You Tendinitis. Know? Yes, exactly. All right, so uh, there you go, Bill, 497-3760. We're going to take a break. We're up against it here. So we'll be back in a moment. 308-8867 is our number. Daniel, hold on. You're on next on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Have you seen a family divided over property after losing a loved one? Have you known someone who spent months or years fighting in court to receive the property that was left to them? Unfortunately, I often see families fighting in probate court. Wouldn't you like to avoid this situation? I'm Charlie Weisinger, board-certified estate planning attorney with Weisinger Law Firm. At Weisinger Law Firm, we can help you put a plan in place that avoids probate so your loved ones never have to set foot in a cold courtroom. Many times that plan includes a living trust. Let my team help you achieve peace through planning to ensure your family won't be stuck fighting it out in court. Just call 210-308-0800 and we'll help you get a plan in place. We're located just north of San Antonio in Selma, Texas. So call me, Charlie Weisinger, at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 or WeisingerLawFirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm, peace through planning. After one of the most remarkable elections in U.S. history, Donald J. Trump became our 45th president. Since his inauguration, the news cycle has raced to keep up with his policies and promises on immigration, health care, jobs, and foreign affairs. But how do voters accurately evaluate the first 100 days of the Trump presidency? And what should Americans expect moving forward? To honestly answer these questions, 9.30 a.m., The Answer, along with our local sponsor, Robert Custom Homes, and our national sponsor, MyPillow, present President Trump, the first 100 days, an evening with Larry Elder, May 23rd in San Antonio. Larry will address the issues and evaluate the president's first several months in office. Be a part of this interactive event. Tickets start at just $15 and are available now at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by In-Home Senior Care and MyPillow. Visit MyPillow.com and type a discount code 100 days to buy the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. Larry Elder at San Antonio's Palladium Theater on May 23rd. Presented by 930am. The Answer. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? (laughs) Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com.
Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons and Daniel, who's on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi there, Daniel. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's going on? Uh, listen, about a St. Patrick's Hybrid Tea Rose about three weeks ago from your place. And when I got it here, it had real nice blooms. <clears throat> but now the second bloom, they only get about, they don't bloom all the way and they start turning dark. Did I do something wrong or something? It sounds, that sounds like thrips. Yeah, it does. But a little insect that feeds on the buds. Have you got other roses? Um, yes, but it's across the yard. And uh, are, do you see that same symptom on any of the other roses? No, uh, just this one. Huh. What do you? At the same time. What have you got for spray? Have you got any spinosad or anything like that? Uh, yes, but I can't tell you the name. I just got it. It's one of those okay. uh, nat- natural ones. Okay, spinosad probably. Mm-hmm. Spinosad. And uh, just apply that to the buds, the little buds when you see them, and apply it about every uh, seven to ten days. Yeah, even would they just... Be, would they be under the leaves also or all over? No, they're, they're on the on the buds. They're actually... The bud itself, okay. But you, can, bud. but you can just, just spray the whole... Just spray the whole plant. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Spray the whole plant. the whole plant, but I'm, I'm just saying that that's where they're doing the damage. What they do on the leaves is uh, they feed on the newly development, developing leaves. So a little later on, uh, as, after they feed, get, say, a week, those leaves will come out and they'll be uh, crinkled. They'll be wrinkled or crinkled or however you want to say it, uh, where, where the... Uh, the, the uh, 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 the thrips are, they, they don't chew on the leaves, they actually scar the leaves with their scrape mouth part, scrape the leaves, and, uh, and then it drank the juices or feed on the juices of the plant. We've seen, we've seen whole uh, citrus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they came out all wrinkled leaves because of thrips. But uh, some, some rose varieties seem to be more susceptible than others. And yeah, white roses especially. Yeah. Especially have that problem. So, sp- so sp- make a plan to spray every week for a while and see if that doesn't do it. All right. Uh, I was at the garden show for the, at the San Antonio Waterboard, and I put some uh, articles uh, on uh, herbs, and they say use herbs to protect against, you know, bugs or... Whatever like that. Do you recommend that? No, no, that doesn't work. That don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Smells nice, but doesn't work. Yeah, that doesn't can work. I, can I take my tansies back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it really doesn't make any difference. Huh? No. Garlic or well, that doesn't. If, that, if it makes you feel better, you can yeah, do it doesn't it. seem to. There's no research that indicates in them. In our experiences, we haven't had it work. And it's but. not like people haven't been looking at that for the last yeah. hundred years. Lots of folks want it to work. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm one of them. <laughs> All right. Well, th- All right. Thanks a lot. Good, Good luck. Daniel. You take day. care. Mm-hmm. You Thank too. Thank you for calling. 
All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. So, Kevin, I have a, have a uh, question to ask you about this uh, red tip for tenure. Yes. And uh, even Neil Sperry, in Neil Sperry's column this, this time, he talks about uh, he, the, the picture that we were showing people as they walked up with their diseased red tip for tenius. Uh, we were showing them uh, their pic- this picture and saying it was their plant, and they were thinking it was uh, because it's so widely spread. And this picture was probably taken in Dallas or somewhere. But and but Neil makes a, makes the uh, makes the final comments there. Said I wish I had better news. Basically, he was telling them there's nothing they can do and they need to replace it with some type of holly. But uh, Neil says I wish I had better news, but it's probably time to switch off to some other type of shrub. Hollies are handsome and hollies are handsome and very dependable. Nellie R. Stevenson is my favorite for a large shrub. Uh, also, oak, Oakland and willow leaf in decreasing order of size, so you can get the size of holly that you want. <clears throat> if that's the case, and now Neil Sperry is promoting that they not be not be uh, planted, and we we try to tell people uh, not to plant them. Why are there still hundreds of thousands of those things when you go out to Color Spot and everywhere else? Well, there's two reasons in my mind. Number one is they they look really attractive in a container. And when they're they, young. Yeah, and the other thing is that there are some, a reasonable number, that uh, seem to prosper. And so when you got, you know, even if seven out of ten are not, prospering people see that and they really like the ones that are and and of course we've tried to identify what makes them prosper in some areas and not in others and one of them although it's more anecdotal than anything one of them is if the soil is a stream bed kind of better soil and then the other thing is that they don't uh, if they do have mulch and they don't prune have to prune them every year then there, then there's a. They don't see that. Is uh, not as likely to see that uh, chlorosis from iron shortage as uh, that Trace was de- describing, and so that they were better able to fight off for a while that that fungal disease. Now that the person that came to up today that had 30 years of good performance. From them. That's pretty. That's pretty good, even for some for oh, hollies yeah, and yeah. things too. All right, we got to take a break. 308-8867 is our number. Give us a call and be a part of the show at 308-8867. More in a moment of Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road, right here on 9:30 a.m. This is, of course, the answer. back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 308 8867 is our number 308 8867 toll free it's 866 308 8867 so we had somebody that brought something by the nursery um uh, I guess either today or it was actually I think a, a little while back and uh, we've gotten to it today so we want to make sure that he's okay uh, coming on the air but uh, as soon as we find out we'll uh, uh, we'll uh, see if we can't answer his question um, in just a second so 308 8867 toll free 866 308 8867 one more thing real quick before we go back to the show um, we talk about the bat seminar that's coming up uh, the children's uh, uh, class, if you will. Uh, that's going to be here at the nursery from 10 to 11 next Saturday. So um, you want to call and make your reservations for that at 497-3760, 497-3760. has these events all the time. In fact, just as Trace was up here, he talked about the next uh, EarthKind uh, adult seminar and class they're going to have. Uh, hosted by David Rodriguez, and uh, another there'll be another kids class coming up next month. So, where can you go for more info? All right, we will send you to millburgernursery.com. Millburgernursery.com. All right, we got Ken on the line at 308-8867. Hi, Ken. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing well, thank you. Yeah, so we we got the uh, the sample here. I, I, I'm holding on to it, but I'll give it to anybody that wants it. Calvin, you want it? Okay, I'm gonna give it to Calvin. All right, just in case. All right. <laughs> so, what was your question on that, sir? What is? I don't it? know what it is. What is oh, okay. it? It it showed up in our uh, in our front flower bed a few years well, back. It's now over eight feet tall, but it's yeah. still only about two and a half inches around. Bless you. Really? In the, in the trunk. And well, I, I know, a, a huge weed or uh, something we ought to kill. It is, is it a weedy tree? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it a, a spindly kind of tree? Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it does not flower at all. Stay it will. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> it will. Yeah, I'm. Uh, Jerry, both Jerry and I are thinking that it is a china berry, and uh, the reason china berry tree. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one that just quit blooming. That had kind of the off purple yeah. uh, blooms covers the, covers the tree. It's a real produces a lot of uh, berries that are loaded with seeds, and so it spreads everywhere. The birds well, don't seem to. Like it produces nothing. Well, it's not. It's, it's not old enough. It's yeah. old eight. It surprised me that you said it was only eight feet tall because they can grow pretty fast. But so it, uh, it's, it's very close to the house, and uh, but it has no, been there for, you, you, for almost you need 20 years. You need to get 20 around. years. 20 years. The plant has been there for 20 years. Oh. It ought to be a tree by now. Oh gosh, yeah. If, 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 if so, it, if it can is. you can you send us a photo of it? No, that's uh, that's China. That's, yeah. Not at this time. I'd, I'd love to, but uh, uh, that's we're, we're not at home right now. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's amazing because they they will grow. Uh, they can grow seven or eight feet in a year. Have you cut it off at any time during those 20 years? Not ever. Cut it. You never have cut it down. Is it in the shade? Never. Yeah, it's it next is. to the house. 
deep shade, right next yeah. to the house and under the overhang. Okay, I guess that. But still, still they have a little tendency in that kind of a situation to twist and find a way. Up to the sun. Huh? Yeah, to, to find their way out. But I, I, I guess we're, we're still betting that it's that's what it is. Um, well, uh, do you you want to cut it down or get rid of it, or do you use it oh, as a? It's kind of pretty. It's very. It's kind of ornamental where it, where it sits. Okay. But, but if okay. It, if it, if well, it's an issue, I certainly will cut it down. No, no, no it's not. Appear a, to be big enough to cause root problems even close no. to the house. No, no, no. It's not an issue until it, if it gets to be a larger tree and has a lot of seed on it and everything else. They used to sell these things back in the uh, World War World War Two in the, in the, in that era in the forties and some people 50s. yeah some people like the looks of them. I mean they can be a handsome. They're a little cold sensitive at yeah. times. Sometimes they freeze back. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the next to the house, house so I had, man, never had an issue. Never had a hit yeah. cold issue. Well, then if you like it, just leave it. Yeah, but I but till you hear you know hear something different, you can see that we it looks to us exactly like China berry. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I appreciate your help. And, uh, All right. Now you know the name of it. it. Yeah, okay. we, but it's a it's a new experience for us to have one that's. That Stayed under that control, that yeah. Bloomed. Well, that because they, man, man, that, they can grow the, fast. The, the, the piece that I sent you is 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 off of a very small shoot that was starting to come out of the ground. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, 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 the rest of the tree, the, the leaves are, are considerably larger than that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Leaflets. Yeah. All, All right. right. Sounds Thanks, good. Thanks, Ken. Good luck. Thank question. you for your help. Bye bye. You bet. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. You know, uh, Bill mentioned uh, the great website, but not everybody has access to the Internet. And sometimes I like to be more old school. So I've got a, a thing. I'll, I'll bring it out so we can use it if we get more calls. Uh, I'll bring it out in just a second of uh, a, a publication that has recommended trees for this area. Y'all talk real quick, and I'll get it. Okay, hold on. What is this about now? What? Is this the, the Milberger's? Publication? No, it's a little publication. I don't know if y'all have ever seen this. I don't know if y'all have ever seen this publication before. No, I've never seen it. Have you never seen it? <laughs> Trees for Texas Landscapes. Uh, let's see. I found it the other day. Authored by um, uh, a William C. Welch. Are you familiar with Oh, him? yeah. No, yeah. i never heard of him. And uh, <laughs> given out uh, by uh, the Extension Office. Okay, look look in there and see if he's got China Berry. Thurman Kennedy, are you familiar with Yeah. Him? No, no. <laughs> Thurman's passed away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, the Texas Agriculture. This is when y'all were on West Nueva in room 310. Yeah. All right, For so years and years, across from the jailhouse and over juvenile detention. Oh, is that right? The old jail. <laughs> All right, so what do you want me to look we up? We used to have prisoners run down the hall. <laughs> oh, did you really? Escaping, absolutely. <laughs> oh, wow. See what we they say the about third floor. See what it says about Chinaberry. All right, let's see. Would that be a medium and large tree? Yeah. yeah. All right, so I've got River Birch. Wow. River like Birch? Uh, no wonder we fired those guys. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking for China Berry, but I'm not seeing it. Well, that's is, right. There's a reason for that. Yeah. This is a statewide publication, though, too. Oh, is it? Okay. I would well, guess, yeah. 
Uh, river birch, pecan, deodor cedar, hackberry, anagua, Chinese parasol, Kentucky cotton coffee tree. We don't talk much about that. No. Okay. Aleppo pine, loblolly pine. Oh, this must be for all over Texas. Yeah, it's all over Texas. Yeah, I'm still looking. Uh, Look on the shrubs for... Smaller trees. So which one am I... Fortinius. Okay. See if they have... Uh, they might. They might. There's a regular Fortinia. Oh, and then the, yeah, the, the other the, the other the, one is. It doesn't get the. Yeah, the other one is really a nice plant, but can't find it. Yeah, it's not as showy. Let's see. I got dogwood, redbud, fringe, trees, hawthorn, mayhaw, wild olive. Put that thing away. <laughs> that that for the state. Okay. When would you guess it would have uh, come out if? Uh, well, it was in the way of it. It came I, out in the 70s. Yeah, that's what I guessed. When I got there in 89, we were at Nueva. Let me look at that sure. for a second. <laughs> I thought y'all might find it interesting. So oh. where did you find that? Uh, we had it in our home, so I'm guessing my mom got it and we, oh, when, okay. when we well, got here. Well, Thur- Th- Thurman was the county extension agent that for 30 years. That's before my time, yeah. Yeah, that was for 30 years. Yeah. Chinese pistache is here. Oh, a Chinese pistache already on Yeah, huh? Okay, that must have been after Dr. George. Well, the wild, wild olive they're talking about is the Mexican olive, we call it. Yeah. Cortis. Okay. I just thought you might find it interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Anyway, I looked uh, looked at our stats for last week to see what people were interested in. And the number one... Interest from the for, on PlantAnswers.com was 934 people last week looking looking for answers about Yellow St. Augustine. Huh. So uh, you know the St. Augustine beginning to grow rapidly and oh that that fellow has a stick I think. Did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Yeah. Okay. Here I'm gonna give you the microphone. You'll be on the air and these guys will be able to help you. Here you go. Uh, well, hold on, wait till you get the mic. There you go. Now you're set. I got a few mountain laurels in my backyard, and I've got a funny-looking substance. Well, the, on it. the 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 substance is just lichen. Is what? It's a it's just a sec uh, secondary, just a, a lichen is just growing on the dead branches and on it'll grow on live branches too, okay. but it's it's doesn't it's not affecting the plant. Did this branch die, or is the whole yes. tree dead? S- several of the branches are dead. Yeah, is it still? Yeah, so- see the little, little worms or any webbing or anything. Yeah. Now, is the rest of the plant grow? I mean, is there part of the plant that's really grown yeah. well? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's typical. Okay. Crape myrtle have a lot, a lot of little branches, especially after. That's a mountain laurel. Oh, mountain laurel. Yeah, yeah. same. Um, Look at the porter weed there on that lady's cart there. Right. Yeah. Okay. And Mexican mar- and yeah, mint marigold. Yeah. So best just to cut the dead branches off. And yeah. Now, but it's all. It's uh. Generally, the plant looks good. Yeah. 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 And this 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 stuff here is just a combination of algae and uh, fungus, and it it grows uh, just on on this surface, but it's not hurting the, the plant at all. Okay. Lichen, it's called. There's a whole bunch of different varieties of it. 
<laughs> He's not liking that. He is disliking it. And in fact, liking, uh, if liking grows in your neighborhood, it means that your neighborhood is not necessarily, the pollution is low. Oh. It's pre- relatively clean. Yeah, I live out in Bolverde up yeah. 1,200 okay. feet. Yeah. So. It's clean up there. Yeah. Just cut those dead branches off and don't worry about it. Yeah, all right. Okay. Well, thank you all. Thank all right. you. Thank sure. you for coming by. Thanks. Here you go. Thanks for coming on the air. 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. James is on the line. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just fine. Thank you for taking my call. I do appreciate it. I got a question sure. about tomatoes and uh, sprayers. I wanted to know if the doctors could tell me, I haven't grown that quarter tomato for yeah, 20 years. Is that a plum-shaped tomato or is that a round tomato? That's a plum-shaped tomato. Plum-shaped, okay. Right. Well, the, the the original plum rounded. Is, <laughs> it's a rounded plum-shaped sort of, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, rounded. that big. Porter is a medium-sized tomato. Yeah. The but it's kind of rounded, porter. isn't it? Porter improved a little bit larger. Yeah, yeah. Porter improved is is rounded, more rounded. Because I'm younger, and so I only seen the Porter improved. Right, right, right. There you go. And James is very young, so he's probably only there seen the improved. Yeah, that's me. I'm a youngster. Um, <laughs> when it comes to cleaning the backpack sprayers, you know, and we've been using the molasses and the BT, and they get all crudded up. I got me a jug of ammonia here from the store, but I can't remember on how much to use it straight, run it through there, or how much uh, how much you use to clean them backpack sprayers up with. I don't. I don't. On molasses and things like that, I don't know how much. Uh, I, w- yeah, I would start. I would start with like four tablespoons per gallon. No, how much I'm, ammonia do you use in the in the sprayer to clean all that? crud out of there is what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm telling he's, you. He's, he's using yeah, I don't water. Think you, I don't think you use it pure. No. You may oh, use okay. a 10% solution, something like that. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to pour it in there full strength. Okay. Well, uh, I, I don't think that'll hurt anything. Okay, because that molasses cruds everything up, man. I, on that sprayer, i got to get something in there to clean it out. Yeah, I, I, I think you could use it straight and wouldn't hurt okay. anything. I'm going to do that and maybe recycle it. Okay, all right. Well, thanks a lot, and you all have a good okay. day. Okay, thanks, Colin. Good luck to you. All right, 308 8867. Don't do like my cousin and I did when I, we were in high school, and we were. Uh-oh. My father has a service station, and one of our jobs in the evening was to clean everything. And so we kept putting more ammonia and more ammonia in the. Uh-oh. And uh, got so. We put so much in there, the gas was so bad, we couldn't let customers come in there until we had aired the whole place off. Uh. I mean, it's lucky we didn't kill ourselves. So yeah. you gotta, yeah, you gotta be a little careful with ammonia. Yeah, it's fragrant. So, Kevin, what are you gonna do about this yellow St. Augustine grass? Well, I'm, I'm kind of almost a thousand people writing in one yeah. week writing in about it. Well, I. First thing I'm doing, I'm, I'm mentioning that there's two uh, there's two things that it could be in my neighborhood where we've got all that rescue grass and and uh, mm-hmm. 
uh, the um, annual bluegrass, a lot of it is the transition. The rescue grass is yellowing now, and so is the bluegrass. They're declining with the heat. So you're going to see that as the San Augustine and Bermuda fills in, you're going to see that yellowing kind of opening up. But then if you've got your San Augustine, which could be doing now, starting to grow fast, but the soil is still cool, then it is probably having a little trouble getting iron up. And there you could, uh, if you haven't fertilized yet or even you supplement, go. you could use uh, Iron Plus. It's time to fertilize. Use a slow-release lawn fertilizer, which is on sale here now, mm-hmm. such as 19.5 now, which is on sale here. Uh, apply it to uh, put on one pound of nitrogen per thousand square square feet of lawn, thousand feet of lawn, square, square feet. feet of lawn. Uh, the bag will describe appropriate settings on your spreader or use the lowest rate. Now, although this, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, Millburgers uh, 19.59 slow release has sulfur. Yeah. Well, it's got uh, which would help with the yeah. with the greening, help with greening up. I can't remember bit. if it's got four percent sulfur or four percent iron. Four percent sulfur, probably. We can, I guess we. Can I don't know. I think it's iron. Yeah, it is iron. Yeah. So you get a little. So that'll green it up a little bit. You could also, if you if you really yellow and really wanted to put on some iron, is use a iron iron plus. Iron Plus, which, which is, is nitrogen, yeah, which but is it's not slow-release nitrogen. Yeah, it's, That's a good, it's a good fertilizer. Well, well you and what I we need iron, What we need is Iron Plus uh, with a slow-release nitrogen. In, in. Yeah, we and we talked about, and there's no reason why you couldn't do a uh, real dilute uh, 1959 and then do a dilute... Uh, a iron plus, iron plus too. Mm-hmm. If you've got a, if your grass is really uh, growing up a storm and you really can see the yellowing. Now it, it, on most lawns, it will eventually catch up. Yeah. But, but uh, some some lawns have a real problem. It might be for, you know, might not be till June, end of June or, or later that it uh, quits yellowing. Yeah. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Before we take a break, I want to talk to you about Nature's Creation. When you come to Millburgers, uh, you'll find all kinds of great products, including all kinds of great organic products. Look for Nature's Creation. It's in the uh, line of lawn and garden products, uh, which includes all-natural fertilizers, herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, and soil amendments. Their slogan is what they practice there. The slogan is Kid, Pet, and Planet Safe. Nature's Creation, it's a Texas company, and which is they've combined the latest in organic research with traditional materials to offer the environmentally responsible consumer solutions for their lawn and garden needs. They offer all kinds of great products like their lawn and garden fertilizer or maybe you're interested in their dried molasses or maybe you'd like to try their root stimulator. Go look for Nature's Creation right here at Millburgers and you'll find the products and you'll find them to be kid, pet, and planet friendly. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. 308-8867 is our number and this is 930 AM, The Answer.
I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, relationships, trauma, OCD, and grief. Karen, death is a normal part of life, but sometimes people get stuck. And it's not just in death, but even a loss of a job, a relationship, or even their health. At Blue Rose Christian Counseling, support is a big part of the healing process. So how do we find your help and support, Karen Bagwell? Call me at 210-264-2565 or bluerosechristiancounseling.com. Michael Medved doesn't see a war, but more action in Syria. Part of what the president is saying, he has repeatedly, and since long before he even became a candidate for president, said we shouldn't get involved in a war in Syria. The American people don't want it. But that doesn't mean that the idea of making sure that the use of chemical weapons must have some consequences. The Michael Medved Show. Afternoons at 2, right before Larry Elder at 5, on 9.30 a.m., the answer. After one of the most remarkable elections in U.S. history, Donald J. Trump became our 45th president. Since his inauguration, the news cycle has raced to keep up with his policies and promises on immigration, health care, jobs, and foreign affairs. But how do voters accurately evaluate the first 100 days of the Trump presidency? And what should Americans expect moving forward? To honestly answer these questions, 9.30 a.m., the answer, along with our local sponsor, Robert Custom Homes, and our national sponsor, MyPillow, presents President Trump, the first 100 days, an evening with Larry Elder, May 23rd in San Antonio. Larry will address the issues and evaluate the president's first several months in office. Be a part of this interactive event. Tickets start at just $15 and are available now at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by In-Home Senior Care and MyPillow. Visit MyPillow.com and type the discount code 100 days to buy the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. Larry Elder at San Antonio's Palladium Theater on May 23rd. Presented by 930 AM, the answer. And welcome back to Milburgers Garden in South Texas. On 930 AM, the answer, our phone number 308-8867. Hey, one of the things Jerry mentioned before the break was that the uh, Millburgers Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer was on sale. Let me tell you about a couple other things that you'll find on sale here at Millburgers today and tomorrow. And then uh, we'll have new things uh, starting on Wednesday. But caladiums are on sale today. Ooh, those caladiums are pretty. You know, we were looking at going down the hill there. Uh, Begonias. And that's best. Those are the two best shade plants that you can have in this area. Okay. Begonias and caladiums. Okay. They're, oh, okay. When you, when they're both get, on sale. Oh, yeah. And coleus. Uh, uh, August and Beauty coleus. Gardenias are on sale. Lantana um, is on sale for three eighty-eight. It's a great price on Lantana in the one-gallon container. Tropical Hibiscus in the three-gallon is sixteen eighty-eight. A uh, new shipment has arrived of Mexican avocado trees, so you can... Uh, uh, come check those out. Thirty-four dollars, uh, thirty-four eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. So you'll find those uh, on sale here at Millburgers. And for more information, just go to millburgernursery.com. Yeah, a lot of people lost their tropical hibiscus. Yeah, that they, they that they enjoyed so much, and uh, but of course now they're rooted. So if if they're coming back from the ground, now I'm not talking about uh, perennial hibiscus like flare and. More grande and some of those, they'll be available later uh, after they after they get a little bit larger and and maybe even bloom. 
But uh, the tropical hibiscus, they bloom when they're when they're relatively small, and uh, can be put in in a sunny location on, in your in your uh, garden or in your on your patio, and you can enjoy them all year long. But they are cold tender, so we lost some. Until uh, so now, it's a good time to replace them. Uh, Kevin talks about in his digging now section that control fire ants with fast-acting mound treatment such as asaphate. He's always got to put that asaphate in there. I just love the smell of it. Uh, yeah, and errors around your activity. Uh, use a bait such as amdro for the best rest of the yard. In the vegetable garden, you use spinosad-based insecticide label for garden use. Now, spinosad can be used for any mound treatment. You don't have to use acephate like Calvin likes to. But that kills them pretty fast, that acephate. And and they sell acephate at Fire Ant Killer, orthene. Do they have an orthene is it on the container, or I know they have fire ant killer on there. Yeah, but I'm, I'm I, trying to remember what there's a ortho. I think it's just ortho, ortho no, fire. Ant yeah, killer. but there's a yeah, there's a couple different brands of it now. Oh, is that right? Yeah, the one that's they have acephate? in there. Yeah, it's got acephate based. You can smell them and tell, yeah, that's tell right. which ones are yeah. the real stuff. Yeah, don't have to be able to but see those, Milton with his poor eyesight. Yeah, could he there, find there it? <laughs> the uh, and then it's time to start harvesting new potatoes. Oh, they're good. The uh, new potatoes uh, when the when the plants bloom when they first have the blooms on there. And a little tip from the garden show: if they bloom white, they're white potatoes. If they bloom red, reddish, they're red potatoes. Mm. You can tell the color of the potato. If you happen to got the got this uh, got them mixed or forgot which ones you planted where, the the color of the bloom is the is the color of the. What's it pain. mean when they, uh, the foliage is starting to decline, but they didn't bloom? It means they didn't bloom this year. I don't know if everybody's did that, but I know it's mine. Yeah, you, they they had a lot of foliage. They grew a lot of foliage this year. Yeah, they did. So they may. Uh, we got we got an interest. Uh, Greg Grant, uh, now that he's county horticulture, is up in uh, Tyler, Texas. Uh, he he's sending us a vegetable question, the horticulture vegetable question, because he's he's written a book, but he still turns up for stuff that uh, that he doesn't know the answer to. And uh, he sent us a deal the other day where a guy had planted maybe maybe a quarter of an acre. Of potatoes that never never sprouted, they were red potatoes, red Lasota, and uh, then he had some regular white potatoes or, or or another batch of red potatoes that were looking good. You could see them in the background, and because uh, I'd, I'd never seen that before, they sprouted and stayed low. In other words, they never. It, it, so they did. They did come under the ground. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Some of them did, but very few of them did. So well, we we blame that. I, I when I first saw that, I said, well, that they were sprayed by some type of a hormone spray or, or 
to keep them from sprouting in the grocery store, and they got the bag mixed up in in there. And uh, so we sent that over to Creighton Miller, uh, Texas A&M, a potato breeder, our our potato breeder. And uh, he and his colleagues decided that it was either the the hormone spray I was talking about, or he said that a lot of times growers will uh, kill the tops down on their seed potatoes with Roundup. And sometimes, uh, sometimes, but and they won't sprout. They keeps them from sprouting to kill them by down with Roundup. I never heard of such a thing, but. uh, he he thinks that uh, those potatoes were destined to be sold at the grocery store rather than sold as seed potatoes, and so uh, they just sprayed them with Roundup to to kill the tops down to harden the potatoes uh, so they could go ahead and, and harvest them, and that affect the buds the the eyes are buds of the, of the potato, so. No, no matter how long you do this job, there's, there's new stuff popping up every day. You don't know what the heck. Well, and it's it's an, uh, another example too of you can have a expert horticulturist, and they don't know the answer. Oh no, no, and they keep coming up with new yeah questions. We had to we had to go all the way to to the best one of the best potato breeders in the in the United States uh, in Creighton Miller. To find out uh, what he, what he thought caused that situation, because I've never seen it. Hey, we got Margie on the line at 308-8867. Margie, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm blessed. I I had a comment. Um, I about six weeks ago, I found an Arctic frost satsuma in a one-gallon container. And it was just sitting among bougainvilleas and all kind of flowering plants. And it just told me to bring it home. Oh, I brought it home. I planted it in a container about two and a half feet in diameter. It was blooming when I got it. It's still blooming and setting fruit. Okay, you're saying this is this is Arctic frost satsuma? Yes, yes, sir. Okay. Yep. That's and you're, my you're orange quite... frost is doing nothing, but it's growing, but it's not. It hasn't bloomed, and it's goodness. Did it did it defoliate in the freeze last winter? Uh, just it had one shoot that went up about five feet in the air and it lost the leaves off of that and those fell off but it put out new it's put out new growth and it's putting out little branches from that also but it's never it's not bloomed it's sure but that little arctic frost is going crazy it's putting out new foliage. And we're, 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 com- we're, we're comparing Arctic frost and orange frost. Is that right? Yeah. yeah but, but the Arctic frost is uh, just a new. The Arctic frost is just in a container. It didn't go through the freeze at your place, did it? Uh, I, 
I don't know. I bought it from a nursery, and yeah, it so may have been put in a spot where it wouldn't freeze. But it was at the nursery during the freeze rather than at your place. Right. So, which, yeah. which one of which which one of them has thorns? The uh, orange frost. Okay, you've got them. You've got them backwards. You got they were mislabeled. Because the orange frost, no, the arc, the Arctic frost has thorns, and the orange frost does not have thorns. Well, the, the, the orange, the orange, the orange frost will bloom and set fruit faster than the Arctic frost will. Well, evidently not this year. Well, I'm saying they're mislabeled. Well, but I, okay, but, but I bought the orange frost from Millburgers. Okay, that could happen here too, but uh, but I I think the free I think the freeze is 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 involved too. If you, you know, if, it doesn't matter which okay. one it is. But what Jerry's saying is that you wouldn't your orange frost would not have thorns on it, and but so that does. may well <laughs> according to the label. Yeah. Well, so, evidently Milberger's mislabeled it. Or, or the no, wholesale. They, they get it from the. They get it mislabeled all the way from the from the nursery that produced. Nursery, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just. I'm happy with the Arctic frost. Maybe they, next there year you go. the orange frost will bloom. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, have you got them in the ground, or are you growing them in well, containers? The, the orange frost is in the ground. The Arctic frost is in a. A large container, about okay. two and a half feet in diameter. And okay, I now you, gave it you know the, box my coat. There you go. That's what I was getting ready to say. Uh, uh-huh. You know the secret to growing uh, citrus is using copious amounts of Osmocote Plus. Absolutely. That's what I get. Well, that's I why know. you're growing them so good. <laughs> Now on that little uh, on that little uh, what you're calling the Arctic frost, hey, you mm-hmm. say it's already set fruit. Oh yeah, it's got it's got little bunches of fruit all over it. Okay and it's still now. Blooming. Now we we want to remove it. It's still small, right? The plant is still small. Right. It's well, we're not we're not going we're small. not going to try to make it have all that fruit on there, are we? Oh no! I've I've learned from the pros. <laughs> <laughs> we we're probably going to want to take half or three quarters, of, three fourths of that fruit off of there. Yes, sir. When it gets to be the size of a, the size of a of a, of a, of a uh, BB or marble, uh-huh. or uh, I imagine marble would be better for you. You can you can agree with him. Just cross your fingers. Yeah, yeah. And then you can do right. what you want. My next right. question is, uh, <laughs> how many in the audience believe that you'll take off those satsumas? <laughs> some of them may drop okay, off, too. A, yeah, some a, of them may drop a, off. There's a group of three I would take two off. There you go. You did good. Correct. If, yeah. you're, if you're if you're that brave to do that, keep us informed how it turns out. It would, yeah. It would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hurts us. I'm I'm the only one who can do it at the greenhouse. 
even oh, Dr. Larry Stein, our fruit specialist, he he just can't bring himself to take that Satsumas off of there. Yeah. All right. You, you gentlemen, have a blessed day. All right. All right good luck, Margie. You, you well, take bye. care. All right, we're going to take this opportunity to take a quick break. You give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas is coming up right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and get $20 off your initial pest control service. And ask about the mosquito treatment special. 210-979-PEST. JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and I approve of this message. Peace through planning. That's the motto of Weisinger Law Firm, and the planning begins with your free consultation with Charlie Weisinger. Charlie, you call yourself an estate planning attorney. What exactly does that mean? Well, Baron, estate planning is simply protecting you, your family, and your assets in case the worst happens. A basic plan includes a will, financial, and medical powers of attorney, health information releases, and directives for your physician. If you don't have these basic elements in place, it's an even harder year for your loved ones. Well, a lot of people put off that decision because of that. You're making hard decisions on a very hard topic, but knowing you, Charlie Weisinger, you make it so easy. Well, we spend about an hour in our first meeting where I learn a lot about you and educate you on estate planning. Based on that first meeting, we'll schedule a second where I'll present a plan to you. We'll sign documents, and that's where peace through planning begins. It's three hours out of your life so you can have peace for the rest of your life. Let Charlie help you achieve peace through planning by calling Weisinger Law Firm. The number in San Antonio is 210-308-0800, online at weisingerlawfirm.com. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482. Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. 
answer. Our phone number here, 308-8867. That's the number to give us a call and be a part of the show, 308-8867. Again, uh, some of the items on sale, Millburgers Premium Lawn and Garden Fertilizer, uh, Mexican Avocado Trees, uh, regularly $50, now on sale for $34.88 in the three-gallon container. Tropical Hibiscus, Jerry mentioned those. Maybe you've lost yours. It's time to head over to Millburgers, and you'll find them in the three-gallon container for $16.88. $3.88 for Lantanas. August Beauty Gardenias are on sale in the three-gallon container, just $14.88. Begonias and Caladiums also on sale here at Millburgers. You go to millburgernursery.com. I'll tell you all about not only the sale items each week, but you'll also find out what events are happening. The Begonias, your, really. Gardenias still alive? No. Uh-oh. Bit the dust, huh? Well, and it bit the dust, oddly enough, especially for me, when... Um, you quit watering it? No, the opposite. It got too much water and just oh, kind of in a container. Just but kinda, it lasted a couple of three yeah, years. Yeah, I got, uh, yeah, about three years, yeah, yeah, in the container. And then we got all that rain, remember, and it just kept getting rained on, and I don't know, it didn't seem to like that. No, no, they don't. So, anyway. All right, three. But they, you mentioned those begonias. They look, they're spectacular. I saw a, plant, a commercial planting the other day where they put them really close together, and you know, it was just amazing the, the color that you get, the impact that you can get from a, a lot of oh, uh, begonias. Yeah. I love begonias. I know it. Hey, we got Maggie on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Maggie. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Uh, thank you. Um, on my milkweeds this morning, there is a yellow caterpillar, yellowish with black stripes. Uh, That's it. And they have been eating the buds, the blooms, as well as the leaves. Are those the monarch caterpillar, well, butterfly caterpillars? Because Sounds like leave it. them on there. There's not going to be any blooms left for the butterflies. <laughs> well, that that's 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 one of the issues. Now, if they've got if they've got those uh, antenna at both ends, oh, they're monarchs. If they've got an antenna also in the middle, then they're queens. Okay. But I I've got. Yeah, I never heard that. That's good. Yeah, that's good news. Yeah. yeah. I've got that same same issue, and uh, for the first time, you know, with all, all this. People trying to get more more milkweed to grow. There there have been uh, recommendations on the internet and other places to protect your milkweeds <laughs> from the butterfly and the caterpillars. But how do they say protect them? Well, you just well, gotta do your tomato cages like like you do with your fabric or something. Oh Lord! Uh, to to help them make ground and uh, I just planted them about maybe six weeks ago and finally with the little sun and I was out there yesterday and they were blooming beautifully. I still got some that haven't bloomed. Uh, they've got buds, but you know, the, my bigger plants that have been in the ground a little bit longer, they were all destroyed by the freeze at 19 degrees, so I replaced them all and moved them to a sunnier spot, but you know, I took a few of them this morning and just squished them. Because, uh, oh, you know, man. Get a, tra- get, get a trace on this call, Milton. Growing. We're gro- turning her in. Growing milkweeds for, the so- for, the, <laughs> for themselves rather than for the butterflies. I'm, I, can, I guess my recommendation would be to protect some of them and then let, let some of let them. Let them have some of the plants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
But because I can't what happened? Spray them with BT or insect. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't. That. Don't do that. Well, B, BT, BT doesn't last very long. I know, but okay. I, you know, it's a limited life. So if you yeah. just want to get mm-hmm. rid of the worms that are there, okay. and the nice thing about BT is they quit eating. That's blasphemy. You can't see this in the audience, but I've got my so you, fingers crossed. You, well, up there. y'all are talking about selectively uh, keeping the worms mm-hmm. off. Now, what happens usually <laughs> is that they they'll eat they'll eat all that foliage, and then they're done. You know, they're done now. Breeding, mm-hmm. we won't we won't see them again until fall, and so they'll grow back, and then they don't they okay. don't they dege- they don't lay any eggs in the fall. The plants so, will grow back. Yeah, the plants will come back. That's the usual pattern. Okay. And this this right. year of the freeze kind of interfered with that. But or you could yeah, use that. a little BT on there. <laughs> kind of selectively. Well, Take care well, of them, I mean, I or you can squash them. No, she squashed them. She squashed them. She squashed them. She squashed them. Oh, man. Uh, you're this, like, you're, here the monarch I'm population sure. was on its way back, and then you squashed them. <laughs> Tomorrow you're, morning, you, I'm sure there'll be more. <laughs> you're, like, you're like I was when I first saw that uh, that vine that we had out at... Uh, oh. At the uh, the Saul's office out there, you remember that vine? Oh, I do. I've got and that thing. <laughs> I mean, it was leafless, but it was just moving, just vibrating with worms on Gol- it. Golf fritillaries. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. The, and they had eaten every leaf off of that thing. It looked like dead of winter. And I'm thinking to myself, holy smokes! I, I've seen them where they've eaten it all except for the the few blooms on there. <laughs> And no foliage. What is that? Well, passion vine. Yeah, blooms. passion vine. They were. They had eaten some blooms that were there, like uh, you know, Friday morning, and, See, well, and blooming out. And I've got some that haven't even bloomed out, but they're in the buds. And then I was looking at one of those that is not budded out yet, and there was a teeny little worm in there, like you know, like an eighth uh-huh. of an inch. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just there. So. It's amazing how it's amazing how fast they grow. If they have horns at each end, then that is they're monarchs. And if they got a horn also in the middle, then they're a queen, Mm -hmm. which is the the queen butterfly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a monarch. Yeah, it does. Okay. Uh, And last last year I mostly had queens. This year I've had monarchs. Can't believe you said that on the radio. Can't believe you said that on the radio. Yeah, right? don't. Yeah, after uh, we've been selling all this milkweed and stuff around here. Yeah, it, I mean this. The the farmers will say, <laughs> "I knew it would come to this." <laughs> now we're now we're growing milkweed for its own sake rather than for the butterflies. <laughs> well, I consider the word squish a little bit more um, less violent than some. Uh, of Jerry's phrases over the years. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, wait a minute. That's true, but you. Or animals. <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to be in, considered in the same league that's with right, Jerry. That's yeah. right. That's true. Okay, well, then I have. I, I can say I'm. Plants and put them in the ground. <laughs> I can say I have never squished a monarch larvae. Now, you, okay. you know, the, queen, the queens, though, will lay their eggs later, too, so you may. You may, if you're going to try to protect the milkweed, you may be squishing queens later. 
Yeah. That's and these are big caterpillars. I mean, the the biggest one was yeah. probably gosh, two inches, two and a half yep. long. Yeah, they get big. That's that's and fast. They look easy to see. Yeah. Yeah, but the, uh, just like you, your experience the same I've had. They look perfect. The plants do. And then two days later, you look at them, and there's no, right. where are all the leaves gone? And there, right. there that That's big right. caterpillar is. Okay. Well, Thanks, I'm Maggie. Sure I needed to know. All right. Good, good to call Thank it. The quick, quick right. question. Bye, <laughs> bye, Maggie. Okay. Bye. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Squishing of larvae. Can you believe that? Y'all were shocked. How how how, <laughs> how savage some people can be when their little plants start disappearing. But I, that that passion vine that that got me. I mean, I was running for the orthene on that deal. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. That was a big vine too. You remember how big it was? Oh yeah, it was huge over a whole fence. Yeah, a whole fence line. And, and they had, had three-inch stems. Yeah, them. yeah, they had eaten every limb, every mm. leaf off of that thing. But it came back. It didn't kill it. Yeah, obviously it's come back for a number of years. Yeah, I've got. Uh, I thought it was destiny because I got interested in butterflies, and last year, two or three, uh, three passion vines grew from seeds somehow in my garden. One in a citrus container, and huh. one, one in the sweet bee bed, and and of course the Gulf fritillaries found them right right away, right away. eating on them. Huh. But those passion vines will. Talk about taking off across country and growing on top of citrus trees. Absolutely. So they're kind of cool. Uh, Kevin also says in his dig in now uh, section and this week's uh, in the garden my SA on page C13 uh, that uh, if suckers are sprouting at the base of your live oak tree, they can be mowed with a lawn mower or string mower. Oak wilt does not enter the tree from the stem sprouts. In other words, some people worry about mowing them off and thinking that it might be an entryway for the uh, the uh, uh, oak wilt spores, but it has to be a little bit larger limb than that. Yeah, and they seem to be cut, the, larger cut than that. Their defense mechanisms, the trees, are yeah, able to handle And it's those. so fast. Yeah. I mean, when you mow them with a lawnmower, they seal over within a, within an hour. Hey, we should mention that we talk about these passion vines and how much fun they are with butterflies. We got about three or four different kinds of passion vine here at Millburgers. Oh yeah, they pretty. They got pretty flowers. Oh yeah, there's some that got spectacular flowers, and then there's almost all of them. The caterpillars like the foliage, so. Yeah. Uh-oh. What so, happened now, Trace? I don't know. Did y'all get in any trouble while I was gone? No. No. Okay. I don't think Passion so. vines. How many different kinds have we got here? Uh, right now, I think I've got one purple one, maybe one blue one, and mm. a bunch of crimson and red. Yeah. So you got yeah. lots of choices. We were just talking about, uh, we had uh, somebody who, milkweeds, who's plant milkweed, and those darn caterpillars got on there, so she was squishing the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please somebody called in and uh, said on the radio that they're squishing the monarch? If you knew how many people buy BT to spray on their milkweeds. Do they really? Yeah. Uh-oh. It happens. 
Why, why, why? And their passion behind you. Why are they doing that? Uh, did they say that's what they're going to do, to protect it while it's oh, little yeah. or something? We always ask, no, we always ask them, or at least I do anyway, you know, what are you going to be using this on? And, you know, if they want BT, they're going to, you know what they're trying to kill. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and that, that was one of the education <laughs> issues when we started talking about that's butterflies funny. and increasing the monarch population. People don't relate the caterpillars to the to the butterflies. Uh, and so you you know when they if you're giving a presentation, always link those two together because they're just dissociated. But she the, the, the person that called here it was good natured. I mean she was she was funny about it. She said she was kind of she did part of the plants. And then the other plants, she left the cat, the caterpillars on there. So, and I, I don't think people realize uh, how a lot of plants can be defoliated and still re-sprout and come back and and do well. Because we, we we've learned that we've learned that in the greenhouse where we're trying to fight those spider mites. It's those darn horticulturists that have been re- recommending that you can protect those plants all this time and protect the leaves. Yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, they they'll come back fast, especially milkweed. And passion vine too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, I I was couldn't believe the devastation they did on that passion vine. And uh, people people get upset when they see that. Well, you, I've got a vine. I've got a patch of uh, what do they call the um, Montezuma the sunflower, the na- native sunflower, starts with the name. Um, but it's uh, got loaded with those uh, ordered patch caterpillars. Monardia, maybe? No. No. No, it's, uh, it's uh, I know what he's thinking yeah. about, but I can't think of it. It's like a Mitchell Lake used to be. Just yeah, yeah. But anyway, they, that's a, the, this bordered patch cat, um, butterfly lays those eggs, and they just devastate, you know, the... They'll eat, eat like the first six inches, and it just looks like they're disintegrating the whole plant. And a week later, the caterpillars have done their thing, and those uh, sunflowers are back growing full speed again, so it hasn't phased them a bit. Yeah, we were discussing a while ago, does your fertilizer, 1959, have extra sulfur or extra iron in it? It's extra iron. Extra four, iron. 4% iron. I said iron. does have sulfur. Uh, all right, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So it has sulfur and iron? Yeah, there's sulfur in it, too. Oh, okay, okay. I don't remember the percentage. But that, the, but that iron in there green, helped green it up. Definitely. We, we had Maximilian? Maximilian. That's it. Yeah, I just was going to see if you guessed it. Yeah. <laughs> look at you. Yeah, he he snuck a look on his computer. <laughs> how did you How did you go there? Did you just go sunflower? Native sunflower, Central Texas. Okay. Oh, okay. That's so, not, it took that's a while a, to find it. That's a cool. It's a cool plant. That he said Montezuma. Over. I think Montezuma was a little before Maximilian. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, threw, uh. he threw me off with the M. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Well, that's what throws me too. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of M's in history that. that but anyway, a lot of a lot of people wrote in about uh, the bi- the biggest deal on PlantAnswers.com this week. A write-in that last week was 934 people wanted to know why their St. Augustine is yellow, and we were talking about adding iron and, and the iron in your fertilizer. 
And then we mentioned Iron Plus. Do you have an article on there about the Fortinia problem? No. You should. Let's see what. Let's see how many hits that gets. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I guess we've got our. I, well, yeah. I know we've got we've got questions and answers on Fortinia. I, I know the uh, on that going back to the Iron Plus thing. I know that that um, article we wrote with one of the Milberger's advertisement on lawn care mentioned Iron Plus as an option for the chlorosis yeah. too. And we do carry that. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. It's a good fertilizer. And we we need to get Charles to call in and maybe next weekend because he uses that religiously on his yard. I know he Iron he, Plus. Yes, and he always reminds us too that that that, that is a it's a good option. Uh, it's good. It's good for other other garden plants too. Yeah. And he lives on top of rock too. So yeah, yeah, out there in the Fair Oaks. All right, um, Trace. Before we got about a minute left. Uh, uh, some things happening. Talk out real quickly, and maybe about the bats or some other stuff that's coming up. Well, we got the we we got the bat thing going on next weekend for the kids, and the adults are welcome to stand back and listen because it's it's definitely going to be a learning yeah. experience. And there'll be a rope back there to hold them back. You know, they, 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 yeah, I bet you're going to have a big audience. We're we're going to get we're going to bring a kite and we're going to duct tape it to. Uh, Calvin, make him look like a bat. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, what else have we got? We've got the adult seminar coming up at the end of May on citrus trees. Yeah. We've got the plant of the weekend is a pomelo valentine. So it's a, it's a neat, uh, apparently old-fashioned. No. Yeah, well, the cross was done. We probably should do more research than I did. In the 50s. All right, well, thank you, sir. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Uh, thanks to Carlo back at the station, doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. And thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. Uh, we'll see you next time on Millburgers Gardening South Texas, right here on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>